Welcome to Murphy, Sam and Jody after the show. Brand new episode every single day. You guys remember, I have got to tell you about this show, this new show that's not really new. Um, okay, so remember Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? Yeah. I don't remember how long ago it was. We loved Carson. We loved that show. Uh, that what was, was that early 2000s or something yeah. like that, that long ago right yeah and it was this team and they would come in and help a straight guy like learn to dress learn to decorate your apartment learn to date they, you know each of the five guys makeovers. have an area of expertise right it, it was brilliant then and i knew that there was another um whatever version of this show floating around netflix is it a reboot or is it a, it's a reboot five it's called new guys queer eye Okay. Or, yeah, and it's they're called the Fab Five, mm-hmm. and um, so Taylor and Phoebe are teenagers. Taylor's almost eighteen. Phoebe's fourteen. They were like, "Oh, this looks cute. Can I watch this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but I want to watch one with you." So, episode one, season one, we turn it on, and by the end of it, I was crying. It is so good. Really crying, funny crying, well, crying I was, emotional. Well, it's funny. But I was honestly caught up in the makeover in the story. Okay, so they go in the first episode, and I'm not going to give away so much that you won't want to watch the first episode. It's the only one I've seen. But the first episode, they travel to this farm-like, and this husband has asked this Fab Five team to come make over his wife. He's so busy. She's She works as a, a prison guard, I think. Mm-hmm. She is hunt with him she handles the chickens and she's she's just a tomboy girl but Mm -hmm. she's beautiful and she doesn't ever spend any time on herself and he's like she's beautiful she doesn't think she's beautiful and she never goes to the salon she never does anything for herself Mm -hmm. i would like for her to get this pampering treatment makeover from you guys so they come in and it's crazy she her number one thing that she wears all the time is camo <laughs> and i can't i can't you know it, her, oh by the way her name is jody oh, is it really? yeah. j-o-d-y she spells it anyway so i'm hooked in because these guys are fabulous one of them is and i don't remember this from the old show but one of them is in charge of like culture yeah there was a culture one. okay so he literally he's wonderful i love him he might be my favorite but then again the fashion one is my favorite too um, he really just helps her understand like when she stopped taking care of herself and it's a, it's a big moment because there was a time in her life something that happened where she stopped caring about you know taking care of herself they take her shopping but they only put her in things that she's comfortable in um, they redo the house for them yeah. uh, there's a food and wine guy mm-hmm. it is so and towards the end of it it's literally about this woman and her self esteem and the culture guy, and I'm forgive me for not knowing their names yet because I really have only watched one it's episode. It's a brand new cast. It's new to me. Um, brings her to a group of women. And he says, look, we're not telling you to be more feminine. We're just telling you to be more confident in yourself and you need to spend more time with women. She grew up with all brothers. She's She's got like, all bunch of boys and she spends all of her time like working in a male dominated job so she's mm-hmm. like he's like you need to spend more time with women who are all all different there's not one way to be a woman and that moment was just so beautiful it's mm-hmm. like you're beautiful the way you are but you just need to love yourself and i was literally crying like this show is so fabulous and transformative i think at least i know now there wasn't something that i did oh no sweetie (laughs) this uh i think the new i've seen a couple of clips from the new version Mm -hmm. and i think it is more about transformation yeah the old version was more i mean each person had their area of expertise but it was more more entertainment than personal 
every all-around improvement. Right. It's it's fabulous. Uh, they t- I mean, yeah, you're going to walk away with some decorating mm-hmm. tr- tricks because they got rid of the camo in her house and they let her keep a few dead animals on the wall like you know (laughs) but they redid everything and then it ends with her going on a you know date with her husband and it's just and there's there's a real love story there he really he did this for her not because he wants her to change he wants her to love herself and and see herself the way he sees her Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know and and like phoebe told me because i had to go clean the you know, kitchen and walk the dogs. I didn't watch a second episode. Phoebe did watch a second episode and she said it, it wasn't to her as good as the first one, mm-hmm. but she's going to, I want to keep watching it. And I just had to shout out for it because it's lovely. Yeah. You know, it's not just about how to decorate a room or look better in jeans. You know, although him taking her shopping was interesting. Women, every woman probably could benefit from having one appointment with a stylist oh, yeah. because she learned like you need to you would look better this way as long as you're comfortable because everything he put on her he's like are you comfortable in this because you, you gotta love it if you're gonna wear it mm-hmm. so she ended up starting to wear some heels which she hasn't done in years they gave her a walking in heels lesson mm-hmm. she had not been to the hair salon in years and they, she went to the salon and he even told her you don't have to become somebody you're not but you should go to the salon three times a year it was just I must say, I think. You know, and a little flashback to the old version, the original. That's the one, and I'll admit, I'll yeah, admit it right now. Um, the the guy that dealt dealt with the hair, yes, and the, the stylist. Uh, yeah, the stylist. That's the one that taught me how to use product. Yeah, it's a great I mean, it was show. Really? Because when I, whenever I did, and and also encouraged me to go to a salon rather than go to the barber shop. Really? Yeah. That's when your hair started looking more edgy. Ding! Now you can put two <laughs> and two together. Queer eye. But yeah, because yeah. it's like if you put product in your hair, I would just like okay, rub it in. But this yeah. guy, his thing was no, you got to take it and put it on both hands and mm-hmm. rub it all around, back, front, yeah. everywhere, not just. You know where you think people are going to look, and sure. it was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's a good show, Murphy. Yeah, yeah. good. I, you know, I what I love about you, you were saying about it being more storytelling and deeper now than the original. No, not not, there was nothing wrong with the original series, but I think there was a different time in reality TV. Yeah, yeah, and you know that is what I love about Netflix and Amazon and HBO, all these original series now is they can take the time to tell the story. Mm-hmm. And right. so, so you, you, it's not going to be broken up by commercials every eight minutes where you've got to try to they follow along good. and everything has to be in bite size. Right. Yeah. And, um, I know it's not the same thing at all, but to me, the Quincy biography is a perfect example of that because yeah. you would never see that in broadcast TV. And, you know, you probably wouldn't have seen it, in a theater. No way. But, you know, to be able to sit there and get this man's story for a good two hours and 10 minutes. Yeah. And but it's not just somebody telling him story, a story. You're seeing it through his eyes. It's mm-hmm. chronicle of his life. And that's why that moment to me and that the most riveting moment about the Quincy Jones documentary was when he was going through the it was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that he was at or he there was a museum that he had gone through. Yeah, and 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 I'm, I don't remember which museum was it, he it was. Realizing all the people he's lost, I think so. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yes, that that's his. I just can't remember the museum, but um, but yeah, he was all of the people that he was pointing out. You know that Michael Jackson, he's lost that. You know, legend and Leslie Gore, who was his first basic, you know, artist that he ever really produced, mm-hmm. and um, 
so you see the human side of him and i don't know that any other storytelling was like that the before networks couldn't long give form. it to right, you right like exactly that. yeah truly so i really i i'm i'm all about you know these any new series that comes on any of those three netflix and i know i guess hulu has original series too mm-hmm. but any of those the, I, I tend to kind of migrate towards those just to see what it's all about because i think yeah. i'm going to get something that's a little bit deeper it's, and different like the letterman series right now on netflix yeah. the same way he sits down and he asks people and they are more i think themselves than you would get from one of those stock documentaries because it's not uh, blocked in you're in not bite-sized blocked pieces, in by anything yeah. Um, I do want to say this. The other lovely thing about I probably would not have sat down to watch this with them, except that Phoebe understands there's a rule. You do not watch anything streaming or on Netflix or on Hulu without asking me first, because she's also super interested. You should know, Dad. She's super interested in watching um, the Zac Efron, Ted Bundy movie. Ooh. Because Zac Efron, she's like, I love Zac Efron. I'm like, yeah, but Ted Bundy. So she started doing some research and she knows some stuff about Ted Bundy. Which I don't love her going down that avenue, but she's 14 and she's interested in watching it. And I said, if you really, really want to watch it, please let me watch it with you. And let me talk to your dad about it. So the reason she said, hey, can I watch Queer Eye? I said, Oh, I, Queer Eyes, this is the reboot. She goes, what do you mean? I had to tell her it was an old <laughs> yeah. show. Before yeah. you were born, it was a hit show. Yeah. And so that's why I ended up watching it with her because she knows she's not allowed to watch anything without me approving it because there is also the downside of it is there's so much stuff there you don't want your kids watching mm-hmm. yeah and if well, they're you, home watching it while you're away well, but you've got parental controls you can set up True. The, the, but the, the thing is our girls are at the age right now where if you put the parental controls it takes almost too much away you know mm-hmm. it would be right for an eight-year-old but right. you know, i mean there's some things that aren't too objectionable for a 14 or 16 i know it you know? i know it i know it so anyway a little I'll, tidbit for you the first the original queer eye you know ted from chopped the host of chopped yes he was the food guy on the original. Oh, uh, throwback. Mm-hmm. Throwback. Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com.